Nothing But The Words, episode number 118, 15 prompts to defeat writer's block and finish your book. What if it's possible to finally write the book that's been on your mind for months or even years? Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you tips, insights, and practical advice to write a transformative book in spite of all your doubts and fears. Writing a successful book isn't just for the lucky few. You can do it, too, with the right coach on your side. Now, here's your host, your book coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going exceptionally well. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to talk about my current soapbox and not even my soapbox, but kind of my cause, my cause that I'm championing right now. And here it is. If you love a book, if you benefit from it in any way, small or large, if it entertains you or you walk away with one idea, just one that you can use and that's going to make a difference for you, take the time to leave that author a review. I don't say this because I think you owe the author anything. You absolutely do not. (laughs) You paid for the book or you checked it out from the library. You got the value from that book. That transaction is over. You owe nothing. But here's the thing. Selling books is not easy. Now, if the author already has 2,500 reviews, will your review make a difference? Who knows? I would be much richer if I actually understood exactly how the Amazon algorithm works. But I would ask you to leave the review anyway, and especially for those authors who don't have any or many reviews yet. Most authors, they're going to appreciate every review they get, whether they have three or 3,000. Trust me, when you publish your book, and if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you want to publish a book, those reviews will mean a lot to you too. And they are not just there to feed the author's ego, right? There's so much more to it. Many people will actually read those reviews before they make a buying decision. I don't do that for every book um, because normally I've done some research before I get to the bookseller sites, but I do it for a lot of books, especially if they're new to me. So those reviews can make a real difference. And even if they don't read the reviews, seeing a book has a number of reviews is social proof that helps people say yes to actually buying the book. And don't forget, Amazon's algorithm rewards books that get more reviews. Sales matter more, (laughs) I'm sure, but getting those reviews can make a real difference. And even if you didn't buy the book on that bookseller site, Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, I know they all will allow you to leave a review even if you didn't buy the book there. So it may not count as much in their algorithm, but it still counts. So leave that review. Take five minutes, log on to Amazon first and leave a review there for the books you love because that one just carries the most weight. But you can leave it everywhere else if you can just take the time to do it. I cannot stress enough what a difference your review can make for those authors that really have done a service for you. Okay, (laughs) on to our actual topic for this episode, which is writing prompts. Now, Recently, a coaching client reached out to me to say she was struggling to just get started writing. We had already made sure she had a strong outline. She had crafted it. She had reviewed it with me. Her chapters were well-structured. She had a writing plan. So she had a clear vision. I'm not sure why you're struggling, right? But here's the thing. Whenever she sat down to actually write, she froze. She couldn't get past her writer's block, which I get that. I think we've all been there. 
She couldn't generate the words that would become sentences and paragraphs. She just could not do it. I know she is not alone in this. Even after you're well into writing your book, those moments can still happen. So what do you do when you're stuck? Well, in previous episodes, I've talked about how you can create a writing routine that triggers your brain to get in the zone. I have talked about how you can make space for your creativity, right? By just consuming less, (laughs) consuming less of other people's content. You can still read books, but if you're all day scrolling and consuming, listening and consuming podcasts, don't stop listening to this one though, (laughs) podcasts and audio books and videos and TV programs and movies, if it's all day for you or even much of the day or just the people at work talking to you, it can make it difficult for you to come up to with your own content, right? So finding moments of silence. Talked about those things in other episodes. Today, I want to share something you can use right in that moment when you're having a writing crisis. And I will say this. I don't actually believe in writer's block. I used to like hold dearly to my writer's block early in my writing career. It was a great excuse not to be writing. But the truth is, I don't really believe in in writing in writer's block. Um, I actually believe that, you know, we get in our own way. And what we have is good writer's block. We're so worried about the writing being good, but you have the capacity to get content on the page. It just might not be good in that moment, right? So you can get the draft out. But sometimes a little help can go a long way. So before I give you these actual prompts, let me give you some best practices, just a few quick best practices to make the most of the prompts. First, pick one prompt (laughs) and commit to it. I don't care if you like go down the list and pick one or put them on slips of paper, draw one out of a hat, just pick one and commit to it. Don't bounce back and forth trying to find the best one. They all work, every single one of them. And they can work for fiction. They're primarily for nonfiction, but they can work for fiction too. Second, choose one small specific element of your outline to write about. Now, you do have an outline, right? I talk about this all the time. You should have a writing plan laid out. It doesn't have to be a traditional outline, but a plan of what you're going to write. It is really important to choose a specific topic to address with the prompt. Otherwise, you'll get your writing time in, but your result will be less than what you want and probably not anything usable for your book. Then third and last, set a timer for 20 minutes and keep writing until it goes off. Pretty simple. And if you have more to say, just keep writing. (laughs) There's no one stopping you. Now, if you're listening while you're driving or running or walking, no worries. You can find these prompts at CandiceLDavis.com slash 119. That's the episode number. Transcripts are usually available one day after the episode is released. CandiceLDavis.com slash 119. The prompts will be right there for you. You can just pick them out of the transcript. These prompts are, as I said, primarily for nonfiction, but you can really use them for whatever you're writing, including articles. But I want you to focus on your book right now. In each of these prompts, the X that you'll hear me say is that specific topic that you picked from your outline to write about. So that's what you're going to fill in with the X. So here are 15 prompts to keep you writing. Number one, what I wish people knew about X is. So let's say I'm writing a book about, I always go to homeschooling because I homeschooled my kids for so many years, like a decade, that it comes easily to me, right? So if I'm writing a book for parents who want to homeschool four-year-olds, then I might talk about what I wish people knew about teaching kids to write is. Just fill in the X with one of the things from your outline. Second prompt, what the average person gets wrong about X is. That's great. (laughs) You get to talk about what you know that other people don't know. Number three, the scary thing about X is, and you'd be surprised with it. This can apply to really anything, even a business book, 
a leadership book, any of the kinds of books you might be writing, a memoir, you could talk about the scary thing. The beautiful thing about X is, I think we sometimes forget, (laughs) everything is not doom and gloom. We don't just want to focus on the problems. We also want to focus on solutions and the high moments. So prompt number four, the beautiful thing about X is. Number five, what almost no one knows about X is. Number six, I'm writing about X because I want someone, and you can fill in the blank, like I want parents or I want grandparents to do, feel, or know something and fill in the something. So I might say I'm writing about homeschooling preschoolers because I want worried and busy parents to feel like they can do it. Pretty simple. And then you write on from there. Let's see. Number seven, my favorite story about X is. Number eight, it terrifies me to say this about X, but, and then say it anyway. And here's the thing, go kind of crazy with that one. (laughs) Say the thing that really scares you to say it because you don't have to put it all in your book. This is your draft, but it will really loosen you up to write about elements that you might not have otherwise been willing to write about. Number nine, what most experts get wrong about X is. Number 10, my biggest challenge with X was, or my client's biggest challenge if you're writing about something that you help your clients with. Number 11, my greatest success with X was. Many of my clients, I should say many of my (laughs) clients who were socialized as women, um, who considered themselves women, who identify as women, who were socialized as women, were trained not to celebrate their successes publicly. So you might have to convince yourself to write about it. So this is a great prompt. My greatest success with X was, if you struggle to kind of brag, and it's not bragging, if you can back it up, as one of my clients likes to say, um, and we'll be writing in her book that's going to be coming out. She's going she's to be talking about that a lot. But write about what your greatest success was with that particular topic. Number 12, what the biggest expert gets wrong about X is, And that's where I want you to take one particular expert, someone in your field, someone in a related field, and talk about where you and that person disagree. Not all the experts, but one person's particular philosophy. Number 13, I agree with the biggest expert about X and also people should know. So I have lots of friends in the publishing industry, of course, and I have a friend who owns a publishing company and She and I agree on a lot of things. We don't agree on everything, obviously, but we agree on a lot of things. And there's other stuff that I want to add on to what we agree on. So you can start with that prompt. I agree with the biggest expert and pick someone specific about this topic, but then add on what you think that expert is leaving out. Number 14, people who disagree with me about X would say, so you're making the other side's argument there. And that's good because people will try to argue with your content. You want to be prepared for their argument. Writing to this prompt can help you be ready. And finally, number 15, what I used to think about X before I learned better was that gives a chance, that gives you a chance to write about your growth and how you have changed in this topic area. So those are your 15 prompts. (laughs) I don't expect that you wrote them down. I know I talk pretty fast. So unless you were pausing, you really wouldn't have a chance, but you can find them at candiceldavis.com slash 115. Now, prompts are not magical. You will still have to revise what you write. You'll have to shape it for your book, but they will get your pen moving. They'll get your fingers moving across the keys so you are not stuck in writer's block. Sometimes what you produce won't end up in your book at all. Hopefully that's not the case, but this is a surefire way to keep writing. 
If you try one of these prompts, DM me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis and let me know how it worked for you. That's all for this week's episode, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time. Are you looking for more inspiration or just something to light that fire within you to finally write your book? Get my free quick guide and video, Jumpstart Your Book. This guide will walk you step-by-step through the process to start writing a book that can help you achieve your goals. Grab Jumpstart Your Book and watch the video at candiceldavis.com slash jumpstart. It's free. It's free.